welcome to the podcast, everyone. Uh, Whatever this is. Are you recording? Yeah, Yeah. it says recording up in the corner. Oh, you wouldn't know because you have some other... I'm on the computer fucking dipshit. Oh, well, then you're just just stupid then and you don't know how to read. (laughs) Stupid and you you don't know how to read. I don't want to offend any illiterate people. Yeah, it's a sep- the stupidity is a separate issue from the illiteracy. <laughs> oh. So, can you, uh, can you guys hear this? We heard the the caulking, but not the blo- not the boom. Where so the guys, fuck is my mic on this damn thing? Is, All right. is, is your gun jammed? My gun's always jammed. That's the secret, Cap. My gun's always jammed. <laughs> what I, I think you should I... just work on your Foley work and do like Police Academy guy sound effects instead of your work. <laughs> Are you... I could be the, the skill that you come out of the quarantine having. What's that guy's name? Uh, fucking Michael Winslow? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Just Give us your going. best helicopter sound, RF. That was zero sound. <laughs> you just stuck out our tongue. You just stuck out your tongue at us. No, what did I say? What about the? <laughs> yeah, I heard that time. The first time, nothing came out. It was just a. That's that's an excellent wet fart. <laughs> no, okay. So okay, what? Why don't you try it? No, because I don't want to embarrass myself and I'm not susceptible <laughs> to peer pressure. Like you. John, John, you're sitting in front of a row full of toys. Yeah. It's impossible to embarrass, embarrass yourself even more. When you, no. John, when you jerk off in that room, do you turn each individual toy? <laughs> no, I let yes. them watch. We're all facing the same way, the computer, so they can see the computer screen, and I just assume that they're all jacking off too behind me. John comes in in the morning, and they're all hanging by a noose. <laughs> uh, many of them are undead, so I'm not sure if that would work. Yeah, no, just fact correct the joke. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think any of them are undead, John. They're plastic toys. No, they're real to me, Brian. They're real. They're real. They're real to me. You think Brian. like like that's the version of Toy Story, but instead of them having fun adventures, they just look at each other and just say, "That guy's a real faggot, isn't he?" He's a oh, whoa, whoa. No, I don't think whoa, they use that term. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Not in this household. <laughs> I brought them up better than that. Yeah, I raised them better than that. They're a real, aren't they? <laughs> no, a real no <laughs> they're a real aren't they it's a real sausage party up there I don't think I have any lady ones where's all your uh, your lady figures there well they could be transitioning you don't assume their gender right did they ever establish uh, the gender of Godzilla he could, she, Godzilla oh, he's a, could be a lady he's a dude no Godzilla's oh, yeah. a dude there's a yep. lady Isn't you didn't see a, the there? giant swinging dick in the latest Godzilla movie no what? I'm going to have to rewatch that yeah, it must be in the deleted scenes. I didn't check that one. Out. In the in the American one or the Shin Godzilla? Uh, I haven't seen Shin Godzilla yet. Uh, there's not an actual giant swinging dick, but oh, oh really? Right. There could have been in the Japanese one. You just see that go through fucking Fenway Park like a wrecking ball. 
But isn't the, don't the Japanese have a thing about penises in their porn? Isn't that is that a thing? Uh, I don't think Godzilla that. is a porno- pornographic movie. No, but in their porn, like the Japanese don't have like don't they blur out the penises? Like in the penetration, uh, they stuff? blur out vaginas. I don't know about oh, penises. Oh, I, th- okay. I think it might the be way. the evil, filthy vagina that's more of a problem. <laughs> <laughs> and the yeah, right the, to do it. The whore pussy that they need to, not the beautiful, pristine Japanese penises. Japanese are penises. self-blurring. <laughs> oh, it's oddly racist. Isn't that why we have tentacle porn though? Like they can't show cocks, so they just. That's what I thought. Yeah. Isn't that? I, a... I don't know, I, John. I don't you don't know. know about this. This isn't a, an area of expertise for you. I feel no. like he's right. I feel like Brian's right. Maybe I don't know. Oh, yeah, I'm not the end. Way to find out. I think that's true. It's that's why they have a thing. They, they have a thing about. I know something's blurred out, but I, I haven't done the research. I generally, if a porn video came up and genitals of any kind were blurred out, I would probably switch videos. In that Japanese torture movie that we were watching, we didn't see many dicks. We saw a lot of pussy, but we didn't see dicks. Um, we saw a lot of guys jerking off like just yeah i don't think i don't think we saw any pussies either no we saw pussy i'm pretty sure we saw pussy but we didn't see like uh yeah like it was bush it was proper bush but it wasn't no lips Hmm? no 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 lips no they were all they were all nice and bushy but it always makes me like because they're all like japanese people are so like clean and pristine like hairless right except for the bush they got big bushes yeah they just they condense it all they push all the all the body hair to the one spot yeah hold on let's let's put an end to this once and for all yeah let's do it oh you couldn't search this and then be ready to go with the screen share we've got to watch you type it out and who is what is he using bing for why are you using bing as it's a... not bing that's google oh is it google yeah, yeah you know do you see bing? how it says google can can Japanese people m see dicks? Oh, inside the Japanese festival, dedicated right, that's pretty entirely interesting. to penis. The, the, yeah, the average penis size oh, there we of go. the United States is behind uh, behind Japan. Look how look how happy she is to be. <laughs> oh, man, look at her busted up teeth, dude. <laughs> no wonder she's happy. Bright pink, too. Is that what the color is usually? Maybe in Japan. In Japan. Oh, God. Oh, she's loving it. Is that a dude? That's... <laughs> Please, l- let me get through here. <laughs> get Excuse me, mister. Excuse me, mister. Can I get out of here? Please. <laughs> I have to go to the nursing home. <laughs> I don't know where I am. I have a flu. I can't smell. I don't know where I am. Can, we, can I get out of the jet penis festival, please? Here we go. Legend holds that a jealous red-faced sharp-toothed demon hid in the vagina of a goddess and then bit it off to the great surprise, the penises of her first two husbands. History forgets to mention why she failed to warn the second guy. So that guy got his cock bitten off, I assume, by uh, chompers here. Oh, man. Well, Well, I found the answer to the the actual question at hand. Hang on a sec. All right. I mean, I'm glad we had that detour. <laughs> mm. So here are, or wait, 
you guys are in the way now. Um, so uh, anybody that sells or distributes it, it's against the law, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Um, showing pubic hair and adult genitalia was once considered obscene. So they may have relaxed it. With the part, is it? Uh, pixel, Obscured by pixelation. Yeah, I think it's both sets of genitals are blurred out. Hmm. So you can have one or the other, just not both intersecting. No, I no. It's it, no participant genitalia is allowed. So they don't see any dicks or pussy. So tits are okay, ass is okay, but yeah, yeah. I, I and I, I think um, the cartoon version there may be an exception. I'm pretty sure that stuff goes full hardcore. Yeah. Excellent. But they, like, I feel like as though there's a lot of, like, repression, you know, like, sexual repression that sort of bursts out kind of like like a pus from a sore in their, like, in their movies a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, especially They're very, uh, I had a friend that, um, <clears throat> he, uh, he went to Japan for, uh, or where, where did he go? He, I think he was in Japan for a little while, and he said that they have, like, a whole different set of language for, um, like, because the, the, my friend's a, a homosexual gentleman, and uh, okay. he, sa- he said that there's lots of gay people in Japan that just have, like, a wife and kids in a regular family life and they've got one word to describe like this is my outward society version of myself and i've also got uh this crazy homosexual that uh that goes to the uh the nasty clubs and gets things put in my butt so it's still very like- uh, common and everybody's cool with it it's not like you don't go out of your way to show it off you put your your best persona forward, but like if somebody found out that you were a, a secret gay, I don't think anybody would be super upset about it. So yeah, but like you, uh, 80s George Michael style kind of homosexuality in Japan. But except that it's not in Japan. The only difference is that they don't, they know that the secret is, it's not really, it's a, it's an open secret. Like they don't, yeah, they don't yeah, care I think, about it. I think it. their problem is just with, more so, uh, they'd be upset with you for not keeping up your public appearance, and it's more about a just a very very dishonorable. <coughs> that's what they would say. Yeah, that's exactly what they did say. That was a, <laughs> that was a recording, and RF just moved his lips. <laughs> Are um, you going to the gay dungeon later? <laughs> yes. Or wait, were you guys asking? Never mind. <laughs> uh, um, John, I support you. Maybe it's better that way. You know what I mean? Like you get to be. It's kind of like being. What is de- the state of the gay dungeons during the quarantine? Probably non-existent, right? Probably closed. Yeah. No I one's doing that. anything. Everyone's all. It feels like as though I don't. Know, that's what happy tap is. of the foot underneath the bathroom stall. <laughs> no I think that's why Andrew Shearer keeps insisting on uh, bringing people to the Parliament instead of doing it remotely. He needs to get his bathroom action on. <laughs> oh, you think he's gay? I don't know. He's a conservative, so probably. He's tapping from two stalls away. It's mm, a good dick. All conservatives are gay. That's, that's damn. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> just blanket statement. What a that's, that's how you get in. 
conservative political party people, not necessarily just as an ideological thing, but conservative sure. politician. I'm sure there's a higher percentage. Right. Why did you think that? Uh, strict scientific studies and, uh, you know, double-blind peer-reviewed experiments. But what's your sense? Like, why do you think, like, conservatives are... Uh, the constant Republican politicians that get caught trying to troll for dick in public bathrooms. Oh, those are the pastors, though, not the... No, there's... Oh, there's, there's there, I bet I if you Google Republican politics. senator caught having gay sex somewhere, there'd be... A That's my number one Pornhub search right now, actually. Yeah, super into Republicans Indian. getting Republican caught. Republican getting caught. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they either gay or Indian. That's the those are the two categories. That's what Indians are. Indians in the US love being Republican, man. Indians and and like first generation Chinese immigrant peoples are love to be love uh, Republican politics. It's like the biggest uh you ever watch those uh, that footage of we don't have to well, it's, it's, it's probably road, not but... like the Christian conservative values is it like a money thing because they're are they more well off than the average that's where it comes from they just, small you know, business get, owners yeah get get your hand GI to get your hands off my mo- get your hands off my money bastard guy <laughs> you stupid you will not yeah. be taxing me. I, I do not Please like come it. into back room and we make sex. We are not having pride parade. No, no sharing bathrooms. No, 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 no. <laughs> Money all for me. You uh, go in your own bathroom and uh, I will join you. Later. You do not come into my bathroom, you bastard guy. <laughs> if you are not paying in my store, then you are not using bathroom. You got to use your own bathroom. What's that? It's a uh, Bollywood. Oh, okay, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Money in the bank. That's right. right. Um, Racism and homophobia come together for the biggest paycheck that we'll ever get for this video. <laughs> Millions of views on YouTube. Hey, man, I, 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 you know that I'm into like I'm trying to be inclusive as. Like, I'm the immigrant here, so I don't know why... Yeah, you're just trying to I'm... ingratiate yourself to the white people so we don't send you away. <laughs> it's not very woke of you. That's not... Uh-oh! <laughs> yeah, it's a terrible situation that you're in, but I understand. Yeah. Hey, man, you're actually... I'm actually more inclusive than you are, man. I'm... I'm, mm. I'm yeah, I am. I'm more inclusive. I'm who, have, more... who have I excluded that you have not? Huh? Who have I excluded from anything? People with like toxic masculinity. I, I'm inclusive of them, you know. <laughs> I'm constantly you know, shutting those type of people out of my life, as you can see by this podcast. Yeah, exactly. Where are those people with toxic masculinity? Except for Brian. Brian's very toxic. I'm kind of woke, man. I'm sort of woke, diverse, intersectional. Yeah, you are not. The toxic Avenger will help me with that. This is technically the Toxic Crusader. It is from the cartoon. Man, we didn't need that explanation. Oh, good lord. Yes, you did. <laughs> um, what have you guys been doing today? 
Uh, I didn't see yeah. any of your live streams. Where's where, where, where you? How, how come you're not playing video games on the on the internet anymore? I've been playing Death Stranding, but it's just a bunch of walking around carrying a big stack of shit on my back from place to place. It's not very exciting. Ah, uh, just like your regular life, isn't it? Surreal. No, I got up. Um, I uh, had some breakfast. I uh, exercised on my exercise bike, and uh, I read a, a chapter of the uh, the book on economics that I what did you read? Reading. What did you read about today? Uh, it's called uh, Human Action. Uh-huh. It's by uh, Ludwig von Mises. Uh huh. Okay. What, what What did Mises have to say? Um, it's about the Mises. It's an economics book, but it hasn't gotten to the economics book. It's still the early chapters where they're laying the groundwork. Yeah. The John Forward. Money is exchanged for goods and services. You see, when demand is high. That's what I read. It took me one and a half hours to read that sentence. (laughs) I just just Googled, what is is money? Yeah. And how do I get it? It's a pop-up book, you know? It's it's just a dollar sign. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a yeah, monopoly you pull the little thing and there's a hand just handing the dollar bill <laughs> and tab. It's just an EBT card just sort of going up and down. What's an EBT card? That's uh, the food stamps card. Ah, uh, okay. Has anyone is used it, Isn't EBT just mean electronic bank teller? Isn't it the same thing as an ATM? I don't know. I, I, that's how I heard it described in the wire, so I'm sticking with it. Uh, I think you're thinking of BET. <laughs> the BET card. <laughs> <laughs> you got a picture of DMX <laughs> just going. <laughs> I'll go make me lose my food stamps up in here. <laughs> we better get using some liquor. Yeah. Well, you know, we touch on all parts of culture. <laughs> Economics, black people. Yeah, those Japanese. two things intersect. Mm-hmm. This, this is, is a, a pretty p- intersectional podcast. If I it is, I so. think people. I think so. I think people get the wrong idea that this is just. Oh, you guys are gonna make say the you know you're gonna call Brian a cunt again. Say that John hey. looks like a stupid retard or whatever. Like oh, people think. That, we're that's covering what all the bases. How, we're the intersection of oppression with uh, foreign, fat, and retarded. That's what this <laughs> is. I don't know why you put in both of those two things together. Like as though there's three things. So who's retarded now? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I think he's talking check, about you, buddy. Check, check, checkmate. <laughs> check and mate. I don't like it when he pointed the finger at me. I don't like it when you point his finger at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, what did I do today? I did a good thing. I, uh, yeah, I meditated in the morning, then spent about an hour going through old text messages with ex-girlfriends trying to figure out where I went wrong. And I was like, yep. Oh, yeah, they're, 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 that was probably the reason. Yeah, it was probably yep. the text messages. <laughs> <laughs> Why did she leave me at scene? Oh, that's probably it. That's probably it. Um, yeah, I don't think I... Uh, I mean, we went over. What did you do, Brian? I just worked. That I just got up, went to work, over at the old work desk, and 
now I'm here. How's that yeah. Tinder date of yours going? Oh, Any good. progress? Well, you know, we're we're talking a lot more. We're texting uh-huh. now. Uh huh. What do you got yeah. talking about? Well, just you know, life, quarantine. Why is it? Why can't he provide specifics? What's the? What do you think is wrong there? Because John? she's going to think... watch this, and he doesn't want to sabotage his possible doing. Is that the reason? Oh, I, I don't want to be like I'll, I'll fucking tell you guys later, but I don't want to be explicit over this thing. Oh my god! So she's being dirty. I, oh, share screen. Let's I see. Some. <laughs> Full text messages. Yeah. No, that's good, man. That's probably a good. That's probably yeah, first. So, it's, RF, if you have to ask him why he's not going to be explicit about his conversations with the girl who's probably going to watch this. <laughs> You need to look beyond your text message chains with your. Arv, can you read us some of your text messages? <laughs> what, yeah, did you what, find anything uh, in particular that you want to share with us? Well, I can't. I mean, I'll show it to you, but I can't really share. I mean, without sharing their names, I can't do it. So that feels this is, like uh, a, this has been kind of a weird situation. But I'll tell you. I'll tell you, but for sure. But yo, go ahead, Brian. Sorry. Yeah, like, uh, like basically, just sort of like forging a relationship over quarantine with someone who I haven't physically met. Like we've even video chatted and stuff like that, but like it, it, it's like being a frontline soldier in world war one and getting letters from a swell gal that's waiting for you back home. But the only action I saw was uh, playing call of duty in my underpants that I haven't changed in three days. Dearest Marjorie. I don't think during the, Germans... the war chicks were just sending letters off to random soldiers <laughs> and meeting them via letter. I think that's generally people that uh, with pre-existing relationships. Well, they would have a one-night stand sometimes, and then that, Is there that like was like a, a carrier pigeon version of Tinder back in the day. They just <laughs> flew around with a stack just, of pictures. Just well, they uh, an old like sepia photo, put it in the like pigeon's leg, and then you just like. Either Dude, you're talking about the thirty. You're talking about the dark ages, man. They had like telegraph and shit like that by the by World War One. Yeah, the dark ages when they had sepia photographs. <laughs> <laughs> no, putting the things in a time. pigeon, putting things in a fucking pigeon's uh, foot, man. That seems like more like 13th century than World War One. No, it was just some uh, some nostalgic hipsters got that whole thing going. <laughs> what? Yeah, during like World War Two, all the hipsters were like, "Hey, remember the Dark Ages when everybody had uh, had um, carrier, carrier pigeons?" pigeons? Let's do we it. should bring that back again. They were the record. They were the vinyl records of uh, of texting. Yeah, just carrier pigeons, VHS tapes. Yeah. Uh, what was my big? Yeah, I think mostly. Are, I, can I, you I, think I get... of what the worst thing that you said to somebody was? Oh, a lot of like clingy, like I'm, like I got, I get clingy very easily. Like, I love you. Why did you talk? Where? What? Yeah. Oh, you said I, I love you to somebody who has been ignoring your text message. One time. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, why did you fucking answer me? That, that's that's what she was waiting for. She's like, boop, no, 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 no. I love you. Oh, well, he's ready One to second. commit. So. One second. One second. No, you, I say, you don't even have a phone. What are you talking about? Text messages, or do you mean? Yeah, over? whatever. Facebook, whatever. Sometimes I had the old days. I used to do it by email. Do you remember? Can you imagine that? That was pretty bad. No, I've never done any email courting. Dearest yeah. Heather, 
I hope this email finds you well. Well, why why does the email have to sound like as though it's like an old timey letter? You can just is, be. I would have back and forth over email. Really, or are you just messing with me? Come on, man! It's at least four and a half. I have a, I have a thing that I can. I don't have it on my screen to share, but uh, there was a girl that I was seeing briefly in uh, in university, and she just kind of stopped wanting to hang out and never really got back to me. So I wrote her out a letter by hand and uh, dropped it off at her uh, on the front step of her parents' house where she lived. And uh, I very quickly received an email back from her with the subject line, Tisk Tisk, <laughs> where she just <laughs> tore my nuts off. Because and of you was, writing a letter? She was right. Yeah, it was a very desperate, clingy move. It was like, uh, but uh, how come you don't answer me? And I really liked you. <laughs> All that. Oh, man. And then it was like... Uh, Basically, like, what are you doing? Take a hint. Is that what she said to you? In oh. in several paragraphs form. Oh, okay. The, the, the priest, the summary, yeah. Yeah, the, I, yeah she definitely uh, got uh, came out on top of that situation. And uh, just as soon as she got the email, I was like, yep, she's right. I'm <laughs> a fucking loser. How much poetry why, was involved? Why did you go? No oh, poetry. I, 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 fuck! I wish I, I wish I had saved some of my love poetry to. If I had the email, I'd bring it up. But it was in my uh, my UNB account, which doesn't exist anymore. Oh, dude, you went UNB back when back in the days of my email address was d7fua at unb.ca. Oh yeah, I remember my s0f15 was mine. I didn't go to university. Yeah, I know. We weren't going to. Yeah, we weren't. It's just just assumed. Um, But, yeah, I I did write some poetry. I never got it back, though. Uh, So I don't know how bad it was, like, in retrospect, whether I was really a genius poet. No. You know what I mean? So at the time, I thought, oh, man. Because she had gone to, I had this girl who had gone to Whistler for the summer to do, like, she was, like, some sort of instructor or something like that. And I was like, I had a feeling, I was like, hmm, going to Whistler for that long, I don't think, you know what, to make sure that she's tethered to me emotionally, <laughs> you know what I'll do <laughs> is I'll is I'll walk uh, Mispec Beach on a on a sort of foggy day and maybe compose some love poetry and uh, send it off to her. Uh, no reply. Uh, left at scene. <laughs> that was the end of that. And then, you know, about... Then I got found Facebook and then, you know, when she, she added me and then she... You know, her first profile picture was just with her and her three children and just what looked like a clearly like some sort of skiing instructor dude, you know, with frosted tips. and Just very like, prominently displayed. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, this is what happened. And the photo's titled For Our. <laughs> For Our, yeah. <laughs> but you, you should have wrote her some slam poetry. That would have won her back. Like, yeah. Whistler. Mountains. Bam. Shabam. She became obese briefly, but then, which I got really happy about, but then <laughs> became, then became turned hot again. I was like, oh, I'm still alone. <laughs> or if I have something to tell you, I'm her. Yeah. 
Then there was you should have other... hired somebody with a little snare drum and those little brush sticks to to play along while you read the poetry to her outside of her window. <laughs> no, the brush sticks make a different noise than that. Aaron. As I oh. walk on this beach, I think of the three miles we would walk to the three miles. Yeah. Um. And I would walk five hundred miles <laughs> um, to be the man that walked that thousand. I don't remember how it goes. Oh, he'd walk five hundred more, and then to be the man to walk that thousand miles with you. I think it was a lot of like as the Bay of Fundy's cold waters lap against the stones. Oh, it was just. Yeah, that's, ooh, <laughs> if, you can, if you can find that, uh, I mean, is, is that in your email? Is that fine? It's not, man. I wrote it out. I wish oh. I had it. I would have totally brought it and read it out for you guys. But I was trying to look for it this morning, but I couldn't. Find. I was like, I, I, I knew I had a draft of it somewhere, but I couldn't find it. But it was really bad. I, I just, would, I just gotten a kick out of it. I just did a search through my Gmail to see if I could find. Uh, I had. There was, I think I told Brian about this, but there's a girl that I met on the bus in Fredericton when I was going to university. And uh, she uh, she was going to tune into my radio show that night, and I played a song that I had wrote and performed about her. And then she never spoke to me again. What was the song? Uh, it was called Red Angel because she had red hair. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it's in my hotmail. Can you please? Yeah, we need what, to hear that please, song. Just if, some bars. If I can find it. I, I don't remember how it goes, but it was really, really bad. Uh, I mean, it's, it's probably even worse than you think. You don't no, have a recording I, of it anywhere? Or? Uh, I don't know. It's It wasn't in my Gmail. Um, my best guess might be uh, in, my, uh, in my hotmail. I'm doing a quick search on that. While you bring that up, I'll. Uh, there was a. Oh, this was this one was particularly bad. This one was a. This one was an hour of my day to day. I remember. Yeah, this girl. Yeah, you know. Uh, why don't you? Why don't you pick up the phone? You know, like message after message, going like, uh, why did it go straight to e- that voicemail? It was my birthday yesterday. You know. Oh, oh, hi, how you doing? I just wanted to talk to you. Like message after message. I love you. No reply. And then the next message was, oh, I, I talked to Brad. I, I know what happened to you, bitch. And uh, <laughs> Brad was a guy who was like, on, who was a guy who was on my soccer team. I used to play rec soccer. And uh, he uh, won. And we used to go out for drinks after after the game. And one day he told me, he's like, yeah, man, the last month has been crazy. I met up, I found this girl, I met up with her. And man, we've been having the greatest time, man. I'm in love with her. I met her. And, you know, he described what she looked like. I was like, wait a minute. Where did you meet her? And he's like, oh, you know, I met her at a gallery hop or something. And I said, what did she look like again? And then, you know, he tells me, and I was like, what's her name again? And he tells me her name. I was like, fucking bitch. So the whole, the whole month. Yeah, she I feel like every fucked, university fucked story it. you have about a girl ends pretty much the exact same way. 
I don't know yeah. if I've ever Ripples. said I love you to somebody that I wasn't in a relationship with and that didn't I thought we were in a relationship. Okay. Yeah. How'd that turn out? Well, generally the I love you bomb is like a happy moment, not like a desperate Hail Mary after she's agreed <laughs> the previous ten messages. <laughs> what can I say, man? Can I say yeah. a true romantic, you know? Yeah, a three-pointer at the end of the fourth quarter. I love you. Yeah, just an air ball. Just nothing. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm aiming for the net, but I've just got a bag of shit in my hand. <laughs> and You're I'm also just whipping it at the stands. Yeah, I'm just whipping it at... I'm eating my own shit is what that is. Yeah. <laughs> You're watching the ball while you're just covering your face in your own feces. <laughs> no, I'm throwing a three-pointer. Just slow motion. the buzzer. Like- <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was particularly rough. And then I told you about the the high school girl that I my my high school girlfriend really that, that old story. yeah from a couple you weeks ago that? from my from a couple of weeks. Ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. School's out now. You've got lots of time on your hands. <laughs> uh, Do you yeah. want some tutoring? Yeah. By the way, try tutoring Sahar. I said it's phenomenal. It's like. A school, the whole school, the actual amount of schoolwork that you do within a day that kids do within a day is about 90 minutes and the rest is all Yeah, the rest of it's it all is like, all it's just a, the teacher struggling to get control of the classroom. And, it's like daycare. Yeah, I was like, what the hell? It is. Everybody should homeschool their kids if they have the option, but, that's, yeah, but then people they use it as a free, free no. It's. I think homeschooling has a bad reputation because it's mostly insane religious people that do it. That's the problem, not the homeschooling. I've I've come all the way around on, on this whole thing. Like, um, I, I think uh, Gage is doing way better just going through homeschool right now. They uh, they sent us a schedule of uh, uh, like activities that he could be doing, and it's just such a weird thing. Why? Like it's. Uh, it's like the way you described it, actually, Arv. Like, like it's like maybe ninety minutes worth of work. It's not my idea. I think I stole it from someone. But yeah, it's ninety minutes worth of work, and the rest of it is. By the way, I don't mind the the daycare aspect of it, and I don't particularly mind the the the, the social aspect of it and the kind of skills that you learn at like being with other people. That's not. The, the social aspect of going to school is way over exaggerated. You're just putting them into a sea of bullying and just badness. They're like putting your kids in activities that they like with kids that want to be there is a good way to socialize your kids. But sending them to school most of the day, they're not. They're just being yelled at for trying to talk to the person next to them or it's like getting a, bullied like by a the John other Ford kids. Open mic set. Yeah, that's exactly what it's like. You get bullied and you can't talk. Um, I don't know. It's 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 a little bit of both. I, I I'm I'm somewhere in the middle on those two extremes, but like it's it's I the same. Any time that there's forced association, when you have a bunch of people like stuck all together, it's the same thing that happens like in the military and in prison. It's the same thing. Just people locked up in a room that. Can't. I th- that was not my experience of high school. Honestly, it, it it was rough only because of you know the boarding school aspect of it. But I don't. I'm, mine mine was not very. Mine was not very tortured. But I don't know. Maybe it's just different. 
it was just I've different. When, I was, different when I was teaching, there was like multiple kids not in my class that were like threatening, like I'm not coming back to school or I'm going to like commit suicide, and they like have to make all these like arrangements for okay, well you just come in for the one class a day that you don't hate and all that stuff, and it's just it's and it's it's as much from the other teachers as it is from the other kids. Yeah, I don't know. Teachers just have different ways of bullying the kids. How did you bully the kids? He just uh, talked to them. He just, yeah. They just showed his face. They just looked at his face. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, he makes me want to commit suicide, too. Just He just did his open... He just did his uh, cigarettes and Cool Ranch set. <laughs> He's been practicing since. <laughs> Stop it! Stop it! He's describing that N-word joke to the kid immediately after it actually happens. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, I did the cigarettes and Cool Ranch thing because I wasn't getting much luck doing the uh, the RF and Brian duo for an hour. I just went back and forth doing both the voices. Everybody <laughs> cried. <laughs> Swing and a miss. <laughs> Man, it is rough to bomb on Zoom. Uh, <laughs> um, I assume that there would be uh, uproarious laughter if there was an audience for this. Yeah. Just My, you, guys, you guys aren't laughing because the truth hurts too much. Yeah, it is very hurtful. Um, Brian's a pretty stingy laugher. Yeah, Brian, Brian is notoriously stingy with his laugh. Yeah, um, mine was like uh, high school sucked for the only part of high school that sucked was uh, was I remember when I was like I thought I was doing pretty good. Like you know, I had reached my maximum height of five foot six. <laughs> and uh, I was like, oh, this is, you know, I've, I've turned pretty cute, you know, all right, an all right personality. You know, I've got a few jokes in the can, you know, and mm. uh, had a li- had, had a had a little bit of a high school fling with this girl with big giant tits. And then just one week, just the cystic acne broke out and it was downhill from there. It was like a 10 year period where, I mean... Yeah, I turned from, you know, I turned from sort of mediocre to the elephant man. You know what I mean? Is that about when you started uh, imitating Paul Gross? That's right. That's when I was like, when I go to Canada, I'm going to be a gentleman and people are going to respect me. And I'm going to have the least gentlemanly person I've ever met, I think. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I never, well, I never had like dream, a right? super rough experience in high school. Well, got, that must have been really bad acne for them to overlook your height of five six. Everyone is short over there. They couldn't. Yeah, no, I was still <laughs> short even for even for even for Dubai standards. I was pretty short. Nobody ever called me short when I was going in school. They were too preoccupied with fat. <laughs> yeah, I hear yeah. that. I didn't even know that I was short until like when I was in university and I, I made a couple of uh, friends of mine who are like over six feet and they both like to hug. So my face goes into their, their man bosoms. <laughs> Just put your face. It's very demoralizing, but also I feel safe. <laughs> yeah. Dude, <you> know. <laughs> yeah. Just, it's hard it's to, just the two of us. And you're it's right. hard to find a middle ground between the two. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know whether uh, I, I maybe because my high school experience is so it's so vastly different from anything that I, that's over here. So 
it's hard to compare or hard to wish i wouldn't wish that on i wouldn't wish my experience on a child on my on a child because i think like the high schools are over here are much better but it's it's a different experience know. depending on which classes you were in i always did well in school so i was in the upper level classes and those are pretty tame, oh, it was horrible but it was it was a zoo in the the lower level classes yeah i was a I was a real bad boy. I was a bad boy in like junior high school, but like French immersion version of a bad boy. Like the baddest kids in my school. Hey, you want that baguette? Like the three kids that smoke cigarettes were like the super bad kids. And then I was like one level below that. What did you, what was You smoked out of a corn cob pipe. <laughs> uh, mostly, well, like, uh, the, the, sma- the smashing the overhead projector. <laughs> punishing substitute teachers, smashing the overhead projector that I told you about. Oh, yes. Um, one time uh, we uh, we had, like, a big ball of masking tape that we were just kind of like kicking down the hallway on the way to a science class from the gym, like a soccer ball. And I brought it into the class uh, with me. And this is, this is pretty extreme stuff. Um, and uh, when the teacher was like turned around writing something on the board, I tried to whip it at the back of somebody's head in front of me and missed. So it just hit the chalkboard and the teacher lost his goddamn mind and turned around and was like furious and wanted to know who it was and wasn't going to let anybody leave to go to lunch until somebody either fessed up or said who did it and uh after like 10 minutes i just was like it was me and uh, i got called down to the principal's office and got a strip torn off me and they uh they decided to call my mom at work and um so I should get they get I get my mom on the phone and I ask for like some privacy so that I can talk to my mom and lie through my teeth. Um so I told my I, I was good at manipulating my mom. I uh, I said uh you know don't say anything but master. but I just want I just want to <laughs> let you know that I didn't really do it, Mom. I took responsibility because the ki- the other kids, they saw me playing with it in the hallway, and I figured if I didn't say something, somebody was going to say that it was me because they thought that it was, but it wasn't. And then my mom was like, you put that principle back on. Like, no, Mom, don't, no, no, don't. And then my mom got on the phone. Yeah, my mom tore a strip off the principal. It went from... uh, John's mom sounds exactly like him. Well, (laughs) well, let me just talk to you. He's my son, John. What are you saying, mom? No, John, he didn't do it. Where do you get off saying that my Johnny's a bad kid? He opens opens a fresh beer for me every day after he comes home from school. (laughs) Yeah, he went Wilford Brimley on that. Wow. <laughs> right. Great impression. What did your mom say to him? I just tore a strip off and, and and got him down from like we, this was like winter carnival month and they had all these activities going on. I think there was like three big events going on that month. And originally my punishment was I wasn't going to be able to do any of them. And my mom talked them down to, I would, I'd have to miss one of them and I got to pick which one. Which one did you go for? Uh, I don't remember. 
playing with toys in an attic. I think there was a, one of them was a dance. Um, no, nope. I don't remember what the other two were. I, John's I not doing dance. One. Oh, I'm in for hugging a girl and walking around in a circle for three minutes. Would they pick a girl for you? Which unfortunate fucking soul would that have to be? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I actually, I wanted to, but I don't think I actually danced with somebody, but I was prepared to rub my boner on someone's thigh. If Just fact. So John coming in with, 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 with basketball shorts and a little chub, he's like, I want that one. <laughs> no. Just, grind, just grinding up on some seventh grader to peaches. Millions <laughs> of peaches. That's not a slow dance song. What were the slow dance songs? I don't oh, remember. Uh, when I was oh, in junior high school. Well, how about that song? You be my that was high school and also not a slow dance song. How about this one? Uh, all my life. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What was that song? Casey and JoJo. Or, no, I think that might have still oh, been high school, shit. but that was def- I've definitely rubbed some boners on that one. Yeah, there's like a disco ball in the yeah, and you're like, yeah, oh, we'd have that, my. and then they'd play uh, Face to Men Biscuit, and the mosh pit would break out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John Fatso. Did you ever have any mosh pit dances when you were in school, RF? Oh, we did. Uh, we were the Indians are a lot of like a lot of metalheads in uh, in India. Like, what was what were the popular? Uh, Metal like bands I, in India. Jackal of the Y. Well, I wasn't in India. I was in Dubai. But like Indians love, love, uh, love metal. So it's a lot of like Megadeth, Iron Maiden. I mean, of, of course, Metallica. But it wasn't like you didn't. Pantera was considered. Whoa, 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 whoa! You're going way, way into <laughs> metal. You know what I mean? But it was like, you know, very sort of standard metal was like Judas Priest, Metallica. Uh, Anthrax, Guns N' Roses, a little bit of Anthrax. Um, anthrax was a little strange because they were all like, you know, uh, androgynous or whatever. That's with like Judas Priest. Is that not Judas? Anthrax? Anthrax wasn't. I don't think. So. I don't think yeah, they went. Isn't the, the lead singer? Didn't the lead singer? He had you're, like. You're a thinking thing? of Judas Priest. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of Judas Priest. But like, what? Is, and, what was the lead singer of Anthrax's name? Wasn't he like very sort of? I could have. Sworn. I think he was just a standard hair metal guy. I wasn't. I was never big into Anthrax. But it was I don't a song think... about Judge Dredd. Yeah. But it was a lot of that, and then like straight, real, a lot of R and B, a lot of like boys to men, like all the chicks love like boys to men and all of that shit. Hip hop didn't make it. Like it didn't make its way into the sort of like the 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 sort of musical tastes of high school until much much later. Like until I was gone, that's when you know hip hop came in. Like when Tupac and all of those guys. Well, came. your uh, your favorite comedian Kumail Nanjiani on uh, on one of his specials, he said in Pakistan, like a weird thing, like all the kids were into like snow, like the Canadian. Like, <laughs> that was just that one song, but everyone was into that at that time, right? It was just that one. Informer was like a number one, but that wasn't. It's just was it, well, that, it's. I don't know if that was like a worldwide thing. Is, yeah, it was. Is, is, I don't think. I don't think anybody in the state. I don't think he was big in the in the U.S. at all. For Informer. Yeah. Informer was big in the U.S. Was it? Of course. Yeah. Oh, and what's his name? Return. Of, yeah, I mean, but that's all like one wonder stuff. Yeah, MC Hammer, but that's DJ not DJ Jazzy even, Jeff. Until not until Tupac did it really kind of. 
did the the sort of culture really kind of come into but even then like that seemed a little bit like it, it seemed so it seemed even more foreign than than like, uh, uh, than than metal culture for some like reason that, that era like Tupac Biggie SNWA yeah because like a lot of metal stuff is a lot of like it's a lot of especially with the iron maiden stuff it was all the artwork that was kind of cool because it looked like you know because a lot of it a lot of metal stuff was like uh uh incorporated a lot of art stuff in it you know like the the pageantry of the blood and the skulls and all of those kinds of things it reminded you was pretty big then yeah dio um i don't i don't remember listening to a lot of dio until much later but they uh it was because i think my own sort of psychoanalysis on this was because it looked because a lot of like the de- the the paint the iron maiden artwork and the guns and roses artwork looked like you know like hindu imagery a little bit like it reminded people of like those paintings yeah 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 man of war oh no that's dio oh sorry yeah i never got into metal until university i like man of war kind of look like this kind of stuff too right man of war man of war were like beefy like shirtless dudes yeah but or, the album they, they covers they, they had look album like that. art like that though yeah mm. yeah yeah like uh I remember one with like two gir- the girls with like her tits out. I remember having that album and jerking off to it. I was like, "Whoa, they have tits <laughs> on the fucking album! It's so stupid." It's just this one guy, and he's just like always got his face. To the oh sky. yeah, it's the same guy. Yeah, look at that black and white picture with all the with the guys in the band. Oh, our faces are in the fucking. Wow, they they look pretty beefy, dude. a lot of cocaine probably that, that looks like medieval kiss yeah probably yeah i never got into any of, of that guys. stuff anything with uh well like a lot of like this and iron maiden there wasn't a lot of screaming it was more like high pitched that stuff that came i never got into that stuff until like later but anything that had any screaming in it was not not for oh, me oh like this all. stuff like what brian is looking at right now Yeah, I remember was, this artwork. Yeah, like I was never, uh, it yeah. took me Were you uh, jerking off to this or? <laughs> no, I'm saying that this is the kind of artwork that it like it looks like a lot of like Hindu imagery like in the in the like what they would do is like the because like uh, the Hindu gods they follow a lot of like the Hindu myths have they're like a lot of like Greek myths, you know, a lot of like gods and coming on to earth and thunder and bolts, thunderbolts and lightning and all of this kind of shit. A lot and of chariots very, very by right? Rottweilers, yeah. tigers and horses. Yeah, but that's why it it, it kind of resembles like the myths kind of align. That's why like if you ever watch if you go on if you are on YouTube and you look at the reactions of like Indian theaters Yeah, the, like, this Avengers stuff this movies, stuff is all designed for teenage boys. For yeah, sure. that's true. Yeah. Like that a lot of uh a lot of Hindu myths could fit on the side of a black panel van <laughs> just airbrushed on. But the, yeah, the, there, there was a there was a guy in my junior high um who he always used to have like these insane like metal t-shirts that he would come to school in and get in trouble. Like I remember in like 8th grade this guy came to school in a Sepultura t-shirt that had like Jesus on the cross but like from like his biceps down was just torn in half and the guts were all hanging out the bottom. I remember that t-shirt, man. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, that, um, yeah, and he had some, like, he had Marilyn Manson t-shirt that said, like, I'm the god of fuck, and he had to put masking tape over the word fuck. (laughs) (laughs) There's lots of, he had to turn his his t-shirts on inside out. And I'm surprised I didn't get in trouble for this. I'll show you guys uh, the shirt that I wore that I could have sworn I would have gotten in trouble for. Uh, There was this dwarves shirt. Uh, What shirt? Uh, the uh, this punk band called the Dwarves. How apropos of you to wear a shirt by the band the Dwarves. Here, I'm just gonna see if I can find the right one, and then I'll show you. Because you're short. Good one. (laughs) He didn't even he didn't even acknowledge it. Boom! Nailed it. Okay, there we go. Uh, here, I'll jump back to the. I'm su- I, I have no idea how I didn't. Then uh, I didn't even realize that's what it was until way later. <laughs> <laughs> I would wear that in tenth grade, just walking oh, around. No. I just realized I'm so stupid. I was like, "Oh, look at it's both." Oh no, it's not. Damn. So you got told? What happened? What did they tell you? Oh, the, I never got in trouble for it. It wasn't until, like, after it's high school. It's probably not something that anybody would notice unless they looked real close at it. I mean, that's that's pretty overtly two boners. Well, it's not overtly, actually. Like, it's... You have to look, like... You have to look to make sure that it's... that, that to, to see that there's something wrong with it, right? Because... The skull and crossbones, you just assume, well, it's just a skull and crossbones. Well, I bet I bet he just really likes pirates. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's the, a the short, fat part, man. Like, the testicles are a bit bigger than normal, but it's still bone-shaped. The top is a little bit harder to miss. But yeah. at a glance, I think it could pass for a regular skull and crossbones. Yeah. So you weren't as badass as you thought you were, Brian. No, I, I didn't even just... realize it was boners myself until somebody... Oh, you didn't even know? Yeah. Yeah, like, at some, it was after high school. Someone's like, man, you remember that shirt you used to wear with the boners? Like, what? I mean, the truth, because I used to have a whole bunch... I used to go... I went through a period of, like, just buying metal shirts of bands. Like, I was really, like, a... Like, a... Like, a like a heart chick in, in high school. Like, like a... Attempting to be like you know one of those like chicks that you see in the summer like wearing just Iron Maiden shirt wear. they got at Walmart. <laughs> exactly, and I would look for there was a ba- there was a magazine called Kerrang. You, mm-hmm. you ever heard? It? Remember Kerrang? Yeah. I, I used to get issues of it just so that I could get the artwork, and then uh, ju- just so I could get the like the 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 uh, the address to get the t-shirts that because it would have like complimentary t-shirts so i just just open it up in the magazine shop and write it down that's stupid what are you i'm I'm an idiot i have like silk screening pages uh of of the magazine on the shirts i would practice i would try to trace all of the you know like the pantera (laughs) fucking logos and the iron maiden he just writes the word metal on a white t-shirt with black. I am not. (laughs) Death. Heavy metal. Really. (laughs) Heavy, really. Guitar. Not even. (laughs) It's not even an exaggeration, Brian. That's exactly my thought. That was exactly my thought process. I would just go wearing all of these, like, 
eye and then a skull and then music. Yeah, just <laughs> attempting to be like, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm into death. I'm going to eat your flesh. And then meanwhile, just be like. You show like, up in oh. a white snake t-shirt. You're like, yeah, yeah, that's how hardcore I am. No, but Here especially I like, go again. All you know, if you remember those Iron Maiden shirts, like the, the, uh, those artwork, the, the covers with Eddie, like he's always like eating fucking flesh or he's got like a fucking, you know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, yeah. I don't yeah. feel like, though, like he was definitely a zombie in some of them, but were the Iron, the Iron Maiden ones, I don't remember being particularly gory. I, for some reason, always remember them in my mind, in my me- in my memory, I always remember them as particular. Maybe, maybe I'm mixing them up. With, like, like they're definitely got like a monster element to it. But I, I feel like like the the worst shirts, um, the the same guy used to always wear like Cannibal Corpse t-shirts were always like the most hardcore one. But look at that center one there, Brian, the one with the where he's standing on the one he's wearing the jeans there, just top right at the top. Oh, this one. Yeah. Yeah, Killers. Yeah, like yeah, something like, like that. Yeah, like a mummy, but there's no blood in any of this, I don't think. I don't know, man. I remember, in my head, I always like, well, you know, what's the one where he's with, with the Union Jack there? Go scroll up. Which one? On the left. Left, the trooper. That's the patch. Oh, the trooper, yeah. Hold on. Uh, that's the poster that I have, actually. But, uh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah, I like guess that. there's a decapitated body there. Look um, up, uh, look up some Cannibal Corpse album art. Oh yeah, good call. These, these are like that same guy. He had a couple of Cannibal Corpse uh, t-shirts. And I was such a fucking fruit man. Like I'd, I'd wear all of this like edgy shit, and then in on the inside, I'd be like, "I love you so much. Would you want to be my girlfriend?" Yeah, I think Can you look that. Past uh, my sister, but- me, please. The top row, the third one over. I think uh, the guy went to oh, yeah. high wearing that t-shirt. Yeah, that's uh, that's what that's what it's like to listen to your comedy, John. <laughs> <laughs> it's really edgy, is what he's trying to say, Brian. Come on, man. Come on. Ease up. Ease up. That's not cool. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is Brian trying to eat a salad. <laughs> Vegetables. <laughs> yeah. You like this, girls? You like an edgy man? I bet you like me because I'm. This is our telling every woman in this photo that he loves them. <laughs> the one right, the one right below that looks like almost like an Iron Maiden parody. Only well, this like one? more hardcore. Like that feels like that's that's yeah. more like an Eddie thing, only more gory. Yeah. Eaten Back to Life, uh, another great title from the band who came up with such classic hits as I Come Blood. Yeah, by the way, I never listened to any of these albums. Like, the only real albums I ever listened to was, like, a little, Meta, a little bit of Megadeth and, you know, some Anthrax and, and, of course, Metallica. But Metallica, by that point, they were, like, you know, oh, well, Metallica, they're all... They're all kind of mainstream. They were the Hanson of Metallica by that point, of metal, you know, by that point. They were like, so that was around, oh, yeah. like, Load or the Black Album or something yeah, like that? Yeah, by, by the time Load comes out, they were they were considered, oh, well, you know. You know when, the they had, when I first started listening to Metallica, I was, like, super into Load, and I was like, oh, this old stuff is garbage. I don't oh, know you what like, you guys are doing. You didn't like, uh, what's it, the right, like, everyone in my school was like, if you don't like Ride the Lightning and if you like the Black Album, you're actually a phony. John I, I prefers think, a nice, thick load. 
Yeah, I I, oh, uh, I think I, I think somebody loaned me like the Black <laughs> Album and Justice for All or something, and I kind of like the Black Album was kind of the beginning. It's not that much of a departure from what came right after with Load, um, but and Justice for All was like too heavy for me. And even once I learned to appreciate that stuff, I bought their first album, uh, Kill 'Em All, and even yeah. then I listened to it and I was like, oh, this is garbage. It eventually grew on me. The the vocals were weird and like the inside of the album cover art where they're all like 17 and pimply faced was kind of off-putting yeah each and every one of the metal guys that i knew were secretly just dramatic uh homos just they were just oh do you want uh, i don't know if she likes i saw i think she looked at me today i think i think she i think sakin looked at me today oh do you think <laughs> Do you think she wants to go out with me? Oh, wow. I, her pinafore is really t- She's wearing her pinafore above her knees this week. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't really quite like that, but like the, the North American metal guy is often a big teddy bear. They're, they're oh. often very sweet people. All Anytime the metal I've kids been in a, that in a I hung pit, out with. If somebody falls down, there's somebody there to like help them back up immediately. Everybody's pretty pretty friendly at those kind of things all the metal kids that i hung out with uh, we all sat at the magic cards table together at lunch so yeah somehow in my head i always thought like being metal meant that you were a little bit more manlier you know what i mean like no that is made not that... true no i know it's not true but <laughs> in my head i was like well i'm into eating flesh openly so obviously i can do push-ups right <laughs> but like the I can, I can fight stuff, but even like the more extreme it was the more often it probably had a sense of humor about itself like cannibal corpse isn't serious it's supposed to be kind of funny we did not think of like that was not the impression that i got i thought this was like oh these guys are really manly because they're eating no, the, these guys open. are getting stoned and watching trauma movies and laughing their asses off. We, that didn't make it. Man of War might have been a little serious. So there's there's the odd ones that like take themselves too seriously, but most of them had a sense of humor about it. Yeah, but I don't know, we were dumb. Look at these manly dudes coming blood. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. You know, I didn't know any better. Wearing sequined leather jackets. <laughs> <laughs> What could be any any more manly than that? Long flowing hair. <laughs> What's manlier than neon checkered skin tight pants? Oh man, we thought that that was the coolest thing. Writing to have. poetry set to music. <laughs> That's the coolest thing that in Indian amongst Indian culture, it's not like writing love poetry is considered sort of. It's not considered as as uh, queefy. Uh, as it is over here, over there, like in 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 India and parts of Pakistan, like writing poetry and reciting poetry is considered like like my my uncle used to do it at gatherings. Sometimes you know, he'd be like, "Oh, I wrote like he'd do like an open mic of poetry that he wrote," and everyone would gather around him, and people would be like, "Oh my god!" My mother would be like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you!" You know, it was like a it was like a black comedy room. You know what I mean? It was like a night at the at the Apollo or something. Like they'd start throwing their shoes and shit. This is pretty manly, right? Like this right here. 
it's strange where it's like yeah obviously looking back now it doesn't but at the time we definitely be like the first thing i did when i came over here because i wasn't allowed to grow my hair out in dubai because we were in school and you would you had to keep your your hair length like that's how long my hair was like throughout for the 18 years of high school that i was in the first thing i did when i came here was grow my attempt to grow my hair long and i looked like such a fucking hand job it was just it just <laughs> it just grew like there it just looked like a fucking it looked like an idiot and like a skinny guy with fucking giant stupid hair it didn't even grow long like that ugh looked like a moron I used to, I uh when I graduated university I had uh, hair down like past my shoulders. Nice. You got a picture of that or what? Uh I do. It's on the the computer beside. I'm going to have to open it up and email it to myself. Um oh, I'm going to and I'd have to search Did for you it, ever so. how, well, how wait for me to do it? But I'll How's I'll the longest what's the, the longest that you grew your hair, Brian? Uh my hair would grow out like your hair actually. It'd just grow out like this. Like it's, you seem uh, to have a lot more straighter hair than I do, though. Yeah, I'll, I'll show you a picture of what I think you described, uh, like you had described was, like, I think that we're probably dealing with something like this. <laughs> 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 is that how you look when you try to grow your hair? Like fucking murder face? I mean, I I I I I'd like to think not. I I feel like I have better teeth slightly, but um definitely the mustache is is actually <laughs> <laughs> Actually, this is something I never put to I I I used to watch uh my lockalops all the time, but I never put this together. Yeah, it wasn't It wasn't good at all. Look like Richard Creel. Is <laughs> Richard Creel? I uh, use Jaws in the James Bond movies. Oh, okay. Uh Is that how is that the longest you ever I mine was about that long. I think I have a picture of it here somewhere. Hang on. Let me bring a picture. I think I have a picture of it here. I don't think I have a good picture like of how it would look. I think this is probably the longest it's grown just right now in a long time just sort of puffing out the sides yeah me too my the sides are definitely growing a lot quicker than the top man i i can't wait to get a fucking haircut yeah i feel like i should just buzz it down but also part of me wants to just let it happen and see what see what comes of it how horrible that is <laughs> See that? Is that dreadlocks? No, it's just my regular hair just grown out long. Look how horrible that looks. That's how I used to walk around with that. That's how much I used to love long hair. Whatever told me. That was my me and my roommate. I I, I was way off. I'm trying to find a good analog for that. Is you, you you look like Oh, I know I know what you look like. It's so bad. Good lord. All right, I got mine. Yeah. Right up. Um. 
<laughs> I used to occasionally put it into pigtails and go out to the bar. You look like you look like the HR lady at my work, man. <laughs> oh my god, do you work at Deluxe? <laughs> you look like yeah. you don't go anywhere without a bag full of ten sided die. <laughs> man, I sure I'm sure I saw him walk out of the bingo hall last Friday. <laughs> God, bring it up again, John. <laughs> yeah, can, can we please see that again? <laughs> bring it up. There it is. Oh my god. Oh. Rock and roll physics. <laughs> well, oh well, hi guys. Did you uh do you do you guys maybe like rock and roll perhaps? If you uh uh, maybe if you're into quantum mechanics, oh these, oh these are ponytails. <laughs> these how are do you ponytails. guys feel about smooth jazz? Uh, how do you, how do you think about? Do you, hey, do you want to go to the dance with me? Perhaps if you guys want to, maybe get fucked up. I mean, I, I've got an intermediary picture. Hang on a second. I'm not gonna have to send that one to myself. Just a sec. <laughs> oh my god, man. Well, you got some curls there. It's not that bad, actually. I mean, yeah, it's it not pretty. It's, it's pretty good. It's not bad, you know. You got some curls at the end. It's not bad, actually. Like yeah, if you had hung, well, you you'd never be able to do it. But maybe getting maybe getting a wig to reclaim your glory days. Actually, if I have to oh, think, if I look coming. It'll look for this part, but. Brian, John, John, you should just do that—just the bald head, and then I might be able, I might get enough for a nice comb over by the time this quarantine's over. This Actually, is what uh, this is what Arv's fucking picture reminded me of. Just <laughs> 2003 ludicrous. That's very hurtful. Can, can you bring up the picture so we can at, do a, so we can do a comparison? You can't see me. Here, I'll uh, I'll take it out of screen share. And then look I'll... at the one. Look at the ridiculous yeah. one with the. Look at how Sorry. good my roommate looks versus how I look. <laughs> <laughs> look at the one with the fucking two pigtails that he has. He looks like Mickey Mouse over. There. <laughs> <laughs> how stupid he looks. <laughs> oh good lord! Look at my my roommate was a handsome boy. I don't look stupid. I looked. Jesus Christ. You're just trying to get in that picture like, move, bitch. Get out of the way. <laughs> so that was my Here hair was saying. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> this is someone who has put multiple roofies in other people's drinks and then drank them accidentally. <laughs> you drank a period this... of your life where you exclusively lived, exclusively lived in other people's basements? This is from a, a party that I went to where I... Uh, I uh, was uh, peer pressuring people into doing nose longs. What's that? Uh, hang on a second. I've got another picture that I can uh, explain that. Just a sec. It's uh, it's a weed smoking thing. You basically you have like a cut off uh, pop bottle, and uh, a lung is a like you put like a bread bag on the bottom of it and you pull it out, and the weed's in the top and it fills up with smoke. Okay. The upper 
the upper level of that is uh, to, instead of just inhaling it through your mouth, you snort the smoke through your nose. What does that do? Uh, it makes you more high. Oh, okay. John, that photo looks exactly <laughs> like a person that would do all of those things you just described. Actually, you know what I mean? I'm kind of turning around. It's got, he's got some nice curls on there at the end. Yeah, he's got it's, good it's hair good. before I started going bald. It's not bad. It's actually kind of good. It's, I'm kind of turning around. Lots of body. It. It's a little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what that person, what the person with that haircut, with that hair would do. <laughs> and, got pictures of other people doing the nose long, but that's incriminating. So, but this gonna, one, this one looks like that. as though other people are just having a normal party, and you're just at the corner of the party doing nose lungs by yourself. Uh, sev- several other people partook in the nose lungs. I feel like you should attach that picture to every resume you ever send in for a new job. <laughs> I uh, I got an email from somebody that um, said they reviewed my resume and think that it might be a good fit. It was for um, some Hell's like basement. insurance company or something. And they just said that they have they're gonna have like an online interview thing and there's like a half hour presentation. I looked into it after the fact and it's a scam. It's something where they want you to like pay for your own training and you basically just spend twelve hours a day cold calling people trying to sell them insurance. Um, it was supposed to be at tomorrow at noon. I was gonna sign up for it and record it. <laughs> Hopefully it was gonna be hilarious, but they never got back to me, so you got ghosted by a scam company. <laughs> uh, May reminded me that it's illegal to record people without their knowledge. So that uh, Nigerian prince just stopped taking your email. <laughs> yeah, the Nigerian prince is like, I do not want this fat so loser. <laughs> we could, we cannot include him in our pyramid scheme. <laughs> I do not need your money to get my money. Get rid of this puzzle. Uh, it seemed uh, it seemed very uh, legit. They had a nice uh, welcome video on their website. Hang on, let me see if I can find that. Skagencies.ca. Because hmm. like if it's a Zoom thing, only the host is able to record. But I've got another program that I can just record what's happening on my screen I are you guys finding that it. you turn into you you've turned into children by the as soon as the, as soon as the sun sets i'll just eat chocolate like i don't have any candy in the, the night i'm not a i don't really like candy i would prefer a savory snack to be honest I'm really? gonna, I'm, Arif, I'm gonna get you to t- look at me for a moment and just think to yourself uh you know what do you think man like <laughs> <laughs> A fucking chorus idea. What's your uh, What's your pleasure, Brian? <laughs> I, I like tortilla chips. I'm, I might be with John. That's on that not a little bit. But, really, uh, no candy. Well, they they got those uh, they got those M and M's with the hazelnut. Those are really good. I like tortilla chips without anything on them. Just plain dry tortilla <laughs> chips. <laughs> Damn, dude. <laughs> All right, let's watch, let's watch this uh, this video. Hang on. Tell me if the sound doesn't work. But... Nope, can't hear it. Sound doesn't work. Can you hear it? Nope. Okay. No, here. Can't hear it. That is, uh, uh, yeah, that, that's a scam. 
Look at all these happy people. Oh, look, that's John. Ooh! That could be John. Oh, look, this is is what John's future could be. This looks like corporate Shane Gillis. Yeah, he does look like Shane Gillis. Oh, look at that person of color. Raven Simone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this guy. Oh, my God. Look at how... He's that, making that could some be, money. That could be that, that, that Mazda Miata could be yours. Oh, this sad man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these are all. Uh, it's like a young Troy these Haynes. All, these are all no scams. Sounds. No sounds. Um, it's a nice catchy music sound. Send it. To, maybe it. send it to me. Maybe I can do it. Eh, it's oh, not never worth mind. it. Anyway. It's a lot of fuss. So, what are you supposed? You're just supposed to cold call people. Uh, well, that's what oh, like Maid looked it up to and just found some people complaining on Reddit about this scam company and how uh, they reached out to them via email and they had to pay for their own training. And they basically, from 8 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. every day, they're either out on the road hustling or making cold calls trying to sell Every insurance. day I'm hustling, hustling, every day I'm right. hustling. What's the name of that song? What's the name? Hustling. Uh, every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling, hustling. Yeah, what is that song? What is that song? Is that a rap hip hop song? Every I think day. it's a country western. Shut up, Brian. <laughs> I think Shut it's up. Hank Williams. The, I think it's Hank Williams the first. Didn't he Hank Williams? He died of like someone I heard. Did, did Hank Williams die at the age of twenty seven? Like one know. of those country music guys died at the age of twenty seven. I always think of those country music guys always die later. You never think of like country music people dying. Young, you know what I mean, like in their twenties. Yeah, all those imagine. outlaw alcoholics—they tend to live long lives. Yeah, like Chris we'll Christopherson, Willie Nelson, I guess, is still around. Chris Christopherson, Johnny Cash, all of those guys—they live, they, they live, they stuck, they stuck around for a while, right? John Denver. Yeah, they all were old when they died. Yeah, uh, I was going to say Kenny Rogers, still... but Kenny Rogers wasn't the like hard drinking type, was he? He's probably probably knocked back a few. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was uh, so you're not so how the other no the what how's the job hunting thing going? Are you just doing yeah whatever? It's not there's nothing happening yeah. anyway, so I'm probably just waiting to go back to work. Uh, word on the internet is that they're going to start relaxing the uh, the pandemic rules in a couple of weeks. I don't know what that looks like. Um, my company's depending on another separate company being able to reopen business because they're all of our income. But right. But uh, yeah, the other the other company that we're waiting to open is <clears throat> like is uh, like. A used clothing retailer, which seems like the last yeah. thing that's going to reopen. Let's uh, let's well, open, open retail, dish. right? They don't. They, they, yeah, they but don't. You, you can't you can't do a used clothing store like online. No, no, no. But pile of stuff. If they open everything, they'd open the retail. Yeah, if they open right? everything, but I would think that everything other than retail would open first if they're only opening some stuff that's probably not going to be on the list a place where you can just go in and paw around on used clothing is probably not Mm. i don't know it's not like the grocery store where you can set up lanes and there's kind of a rotation to it like nobody's sitting and like 
browsing too much at the grocery store, but that's kind of what those stores are. You have to kind of hunt for what you're looking for. And you have to get right in there. Do they wash the clothes? Like, how does that work? When you give the... Uh, if it's gross, they just throw it out. I don't think they wash anything. So you have to wash them before you give it to them? No. No. You, it goes on the shelf dirty, and you wash it before you put it on. Oh, is that how it goes? Yeah. Oh, okay. So if you yeah, no, there, yeah, there's no big uh, industrial laundry uh, facilities on site there. We're certainly not doing it. Right. Anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know. My my work is pretty much, you know. IT will IT work cockroaches and IT work. That's what will continue after the apocalypse. That's what I found out. So were you watching on Twitch lately? Oh me? Yeah. Uh um I got into for some reason uh I was <laughs> a lot of Doom. Yeah. I was watching a lot of Doom. What is it called? Doom uh, Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal. But I gotta say, man, it kinda confuses the shit out of me. Like I I can watch God of War for a little while, but Doom Eternal because I don't have you guys played that game or watched people play that game? It's fucking well, I played the twenty sixteen Doom, but not the new one. The new one? Like the new one looks crazy. I don't even know I don't know how the hell someone would go about playing it without getting a headache. It looks kind of cool because it's constantly like there's multiple weapons and then suddenly the guy goes in and he's got like a fucking, you know, a, a, a chainsaw in the guy's head and he cuts it in half and then, you know, shit comes out and then he, he's flying all over the place. Yeah. It looks bananas. Like the whole thing looks bananas. Um, so I've been I watching that a more for a cerebral bit. experience of crying on poops. <laughs> um, I like watching God of War people play God of War for a little bit and then for the last for today I was watching uh, Mortal Kombat for some reason I was just watching people play Mortal Kombat for a little bit like uh, what is the last one called Oh, uh, Mortal Kombat 11 or whatever yeah and people doing fatalities and I don't know you know just being online for, for my working day because I'm working at home, you know, I can have a laptop, just sit it. I, I've turned into very into the very guys I used to make fun of. It's crazy. Do you start buying Funko Pops? No. No. <laughs> no. No. You know, aside from like I decided to read this dry thousand page economics book, but I've been <clears> watching a more stand up specials lately too. Yeah. For the sake of it. I watched uh I watched that Gary Gullman one, The Great Depression, for the first time last week, that? and it was pretty good. Yeah. I've never really listened to much of him, but it was a good special. Okay. Um, might be a little one-man show-ish for you guys. It has a theme. I like Gullman, man. I like Gary Gullman. I like um, his Netflix special, good. too. I watched... Um, I started to watch Jenny Slate and turned it off after five minutes. Jenny Slate. Hmm. Uh, she's... Yeah, it's I, she's in like a comedic actress that I like when she's in stuff, but not a stage thing. It's the same thing like Alana Glazer. I don't, I can't think of any good examples of actors who are just famous enough to sell out theaters and transition into stand up, and it's not terrible. Is there anybody that you can think of? I don't mind comedians becoming actors, but the other way around, it's 
Yeah, there's not a lot of a lot of good examples. Like even that. like the kids in the hall, I love all of them, and I think most of them do some version of stand up. And it's what about fine. Chris Tucker? Was he comic before? He was comic before. I think he was comic. I haven't. I don't think I've seen him do stand up though. He has a Netflix special. Does he? Okay. Um, the like the did, kids in the hall. It? I've I've seen Scott Thompson from or yeah from Kids in the Hall, and it was fine. I'd like to see him just because I know he's him, and he did like Buddy Cole, and I've listened to albums of uh, like Dave Foley and Kevin McDonald, and oh Dave Foley was rough. He had yeah. moments, but yeah, it's not great. Uh, the Kevin McDonald one is. Um, I forget what it's called, but it's funny. It, but it's more of like a sketch thing than it is straight stand up. Um, I really, I Bruce McCullough has a good album, but that's got like some songs in it and stuff. It's not really straight stand up. It's a good comedy album, but it's not really a good stand up. Um, but yeah, it didn't last long into Jenny Slate. She wasn't funny. And then I, I put on uh, Taylor Tomlinson just to prove that I don't hate women. And that one was much better. I really <laughs> liked it. Her her special had a bunch of like premises of things that I'd kind of sort of thought about that I wanted to write a bit about but never bothered with or never really got around to it yet. So that stuff she did them better than uh, than I would have come up with. She did a better cigarettes and cool range. Yeah. One of my favorites we don't have to talk about it extensively if you guys don't want to, but I was just like I just remembered one like the small touch that I really loved that whole spe- Louis' entire special is great, but the one small bit that I really love, it's such a small thing that he does, but he's like, uh, so I was talking to my friend yesterday about Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, just, <laughs> he just goes, Christ. <laughs> like, who <laughs> each other? <laughs> yeah, and that, that's um, probably something that, like, was just in the moment one night when he was doing the show and uh, it just stuck. That's probably not something he sat down and wrote. No, but I just like, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. You were, you were talking about, I don't know if this was the one that we put out or the other night when it was off, but you were talking about just getting caught up in kind of the redemption story of Louie and how that's, I think a similar story was like, I, like I, I really liked the special, but I think part of the story of, baggage that I brought to it was just that he wasn't able to tour this as extensively as he would have his other specials. So it, as good as it was, it probably would have been a lot better if he was able to tour at the same level that, that he used to. Yeah. Like the previous specials, he'd probably do like 200 shows in a year, at least doing the, doing running the hour. This one's probably, it was probably, He'd have a few scattered sets here and there around the U.S., and he would uh, go overseas and do stuff. But I'm, I'm curious to know. But I would I would assume that the level of like working it out was uh, a lot less than than what he normally does. Yeah, because he's uh, not. He was getting booked, but not when he was at his peak. He could probably get. Every, probably every weekend that he wanted to be booked was booked. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It, it, he, um, Especially for like a full length hour long, like ticketed show. A lot of what he was doing seemed to be just kind of drop in sets like we saw at Skankfest. But to, to, like, I don't think he did a full tour of 
people that bought tickets to see him do an hour, hour and a half and work out his stuff. But also that's new stuff. All of that stuff is not on that leak set. Like the thing that we saw. Yeah, so that's even less time that these jokes were kind of wrote. This is just from January to March, right? Like December was that when that leak set came out. Yeah, like I'm not surprised that a set came out and that he self-released it, but I'm I'm surprised it was this quick. Yeah, it was. It's still solid, though. It's still like compared to anybody else is great. But I, I just part of me wonders like how good would that same show have been if he was able to to actually do it properly? Yeah, I mean that's. I mean I've heard a lot of people feel like as though it's not his best or whatever. It's not as good as chewed up or hilarious. It's just fine. I mean, welcome to their opinions, whatever, but I, I don't don't like uh, most of the specials. I think I've only seen once, but just my vague hazy recollection of it. I feel like even watching the last one, 2017 was more of a, an experience for me. And even this most recent one, I think I like, I really liked it, but I think I laughed more at, um, at like Burt Kreischer and uh, Tom Segura's new specials. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm just very susceptible to um, to the framing device of a comic prior to watching it. And it that, that happens sometimes. It's like very hard for me. Like when I was watching Pete Davidson, I was attempting to watch Pete Davidson's special. Through the I watched whole that thing. one when it came out and it was, it had moments, but I, I, I still, regardless of, uh, your opinion of him as a, as a human being, I still think he's funny. Like when he does his weekend update stuff on uh, Saturday night live was one of the least bad parts of that show lately since he's kind of gotten more, once he started dating Ariana Grande, he just became kind of like a TMZ celebrity and it went downhill from there. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, uh, but when he, when he just came on and was just like, yeah, I'm the stoner fuck up of the show. Here's what I've got to say. Like I, I enjoyed that rather than just him being just a spectacle. He had that uh, one great bit about like watching porn, and then like the guy would start making noise, and he's he's like, "What the fuck? Like, what is it? Your first day?" Yeah. I remember uh, before he got on Saturday Night Live. I remember Dave um, Dave Attell had that one season of Comedy Underground that he was had a funny bunch on of people that. On it, and he was funny on that. That's that's the first I'd heard of him, and. I think I saw Ali Wong for the first time on there too, and her set. I was think good. I saw him on uh, Adam Levine's like uh, house party or something like that. I never saw any of those. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just want uh, toxic masculinity to win out in the end. You know what I mean? I want the <laughs> girls to shut up, and I want the men to win. You know, but no, I. In seriousness, uh, yeah, I think it was because. You know, my entire, I feel like as though my entire decision to do comedy was to, was based on watching him in Moncton and then putting that with like watching him so, like so unexpectedly in New York, sort of the whole, like, I think the whole story of it kind of, I feel like as though it kind of elevated the whole special to this. I mean, I don't know whether I can ever be objective about any sort of special at all, ever. You know, I don't think objectivity is a thing that I strive to have when it comes to comedy at all. No, and I, yeah, I don't think I try to watch it and just 
is it funny? Yes or no. But I, I feel like you've got more baggage for better or worse with anything. Just talking yeah. to you when you talk to somebody, like if somebody is somebody that you don't like them as a person or like they've mouthed off about something or they're like super lefty or something. Like, I feel like you don't really give them a chance. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, you're not. Be yeah. I, I, I think that. I agree with Arif in that. Like it, it feels like a win. Like uh, two years of people trying to basically erase him out of existence. And he was able to put out a, a special and a sold out show on his own terms that nobody could do fucking jack shit about. There's also something about like comedy is so specific because so much of comedy and this is my just I'm not saying that I'm right in the matter. It's just the way that it, it comes off in my own head because that's how I see stand up a little bit. Uh, we don't have to talk about stand up anymore. If you guys don't want to, we can just fucking get off this. But I'll just say this. I said like so much of comedy in my head seems like as though it is based on your particular view of the world like as though you know at some level you're inviting you're opening up the top of your brain and just inviting people to sit inside you know sit inside there (laughs) you know uh oh shit uh sit inside your head you know like being john malkovich style you're putting you know you're putting john cusack in your brain to allow to look outside your eyes for a little bit you know that at some level you, yeah, I, I don't really see it that way. There's, right? there's, there's people that that do things that disappoint me, but I'll still enjoy their stand-up stuff. Like even, like Dana Gould mouthed off about the the Shane Gillis thing. I still listen to his podcast, and I still think he's a great comedian. Even Paul F. Tompkins, who's a bit more of a dumb lefty, mouthing off on Twitter about. Everybody, he was posting about Louis C.K. as gang fest, but I still, I really enjoy. I don't mean that they have to be a good person, albums. by the way. I don't mean that they have to. be No, a I know, but I like think if like, if somebody has something about them that you don't like, I feel like you write them off immediately. And even if they did put out something good, that you wouldn't give it a chance. Well, I'm saying that I don't. No, no, no. I give everything a chance. I don't. Uh, in fact, if there's a, if there's anything there's a personality or something that I feel like as though I don't understand or it's sort of bothering me. I sort of head towards in that direction. Yeah, you'll give it a chance right? that you'll watch it. But I think like in your head, it seems to be, you've already have your mind made up and you'll watch it, but I don't think there's any version of it that would change. Is there anybody that you can think of that you went into it thinking that it was going to suck and you were, and you liked it? Cat uh, Williams. Changed my mind. I I got my mind changed about Cat Williams for sure. Well, that was more uh, like listening to Nick Mullen talk about him, though. A little bit, yeah. Uh, a little. Uh, who else? Yeah, I think Nick Mullen is the only Marin. I think that last, not 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 the last one, the one before that. I kind of like that special. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're probably right yeah. about that. Well, no, not, I, you're, not, I, you're not I, wrong. I, I mean. I thought that comedy um, is, uh, but that's only comedy. That's not like with yeah. And so, sometimes the uh, the the story changes for me. I know even locally, there's been people that I never really uh, thought about too much, and then I kind of hear them on the Splodecast or something, and get to know somebody that I never really spoke to myself, and I kind of would 
see their set in a different frame, I guess, after getting to know them a little bit better. I think it can help mm-hmm. that way. And I told you guys to listen to that Jeff Dunham interview on WTF. And yeah. I, was, I was kind of expecting to, cause it was a good interview and he came off pretty well. Part of me was like, maybe I've got it wrong. Right. And, and you know, like he, he was talking about just how, you know, it really spoke to me that, you know, he doesn't really fit in with the rest of the, the comedians and everybody gave him shit and all that stuff. And like talking about getting like death threats for like Ahmed, the dead terrorist and like still doing it. But um, also just talking about how um, like I think like when I first heard like Ahmed, the dead terrorist, it's this isn't very often that it happens. But with that, I was like, that is racist. And uh, I I don't I don't think so as as much anymore. Having listened to the, kind of the context of it, and and even talking about all the other ones, and just about how like he tours the world, and like when he goes out to the Middle East, they fucking love Ahmed the Dead Terror. Saudi Arabia, that's the that's yeah. the big story, right? And when and when he does uh, when he does like regular shows, like all the Mexican kitchen staff come out for Jose Jalapeno on a stick, they fucking love it. And I can see that because, like, I know whenever, like, especially at the R bar, when somebody would come in, like, if there was a black guy in there, if I said something to them, they loved it. And the guy in the wheelchair loved it when we made fun of him and that kind of stuff. Um, <clears throat> so I, I was kind of uh, expecting to, like, it's still ventriloquism, but I went into the special and it did not win me over. I do not think that it is problematic and racist. It's just kind of stupid. It's just, it, it was just not good. Um, there was just like a lot of street jokes, like his redneck character made a joke about like, oh, he was on a dating site, ancestry.com, and just really obvious stuff like that. And, like, oh, because they fucked their yeah. cousins and, and, uh, and sisters. And um, just, yeah, he opened it up with like nine minutes of puppet-free stand up but it was just really boring hacky like family these are my kids and just awful and uh and like it all ended with like a big punchline about how his one of his uh like young boys stuck his finger in the dog's ass or something which every single puppet that he brought out had to elaborate on like hey did your son still stick his finger in the dog's butt they made the dog made this sound and i saw it just call back yeah yeah oh that's 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 pretty hilarious that's pretty good man actually (laughs) actually if you think about it john that is pretty good that a puppet talks about how did the the, puppet know that the boy stuck the puppets the are all hanging out. Oh, um, and there was many, Puppet many story. like he was leaning real heavy. There was multiple points where he was trying to like make a good point where he'd reference about how, um, oh, it's it's racist to talk about these people and those people, but it's okay to make jokes about white people. What's up with that? That's hypocrisy. Like, and that's, well, that's what the is all of that, that John? That he, he hit like five different times throughout the show. Like, I mean, think, really makes you so think. clever. Mm. Brian, do you have, do you have some thoughts to elaborate on why some people can say the N word and, you know, uh, like no, not that. Brand. It's just like he's like, well, like a uh, two black guys walk into a bar. Can't say that one. Okay, two Mexican guys. You can't do that one. Two Jews. No, no. Two white guys. Yeah, that's okay. 
I, I never really thought of it like that before. He makes a good point, actually, Jeff yeah. Dunham. If you if you do, there is a lot of hypocrisy in that. To be honest with you, uh, and, I, and I, I I also found it odd that it's kind of uh, there's lots of like oh we try to they make like a veiled like anal sex joke and they're like oh and I'm trying to keep this show PG thirteen to the puppet. And, uh, but then, and like, there's a few times where instead of just doing a clean set, he just substituted fucking for, he'd say effing a few times, Ugh. but then like at I some mean, point in the show, one of the, How about heckin'? what about he- I, Helen? There was at least twice where he said effing, but then one of the puppets came out and dropped like five full on F bombs, which I guess he was just saving up the the f-bombs for like towards the end of the show <laughs> really shocking they really earned them yeah like after the after the first two effins and then the first time like one of the puppets yells out fuck it was it was very shocking at what point did he I drop the end bombs no end bombs <laughs> he goes into the credits he goes into a full hip-hop song <laughs> i'm so surprised at how comedy i wonder what like after this all ends, like how like comedy is going to, I don't know whether it's going to change or how it's going to change, but I feel like it's going to yeah. change. I spilled my drink on my keyboard. I need to Atta get boy. to sop it up with. Atta boy. Um, like already I, I watch people do like zoom podcasts and it seems okay. Like, it seems like as though they're not doing, you know what I, I mean? Like they're not doing, they're, they're not doing a bad job of it. Like I, all think of that's, those... I think that's where it's going to go. I think it's going to be uh, not so much traditional standup for a while. It's going to be more of this. Um, just... No, no, no. I don't, I'm not saying that traditional standup is going to go away. I mean, like this the way this is conducted because podcasts themselves kind of changed the way standups sort of interacted. Do you know what I mean? Like the kinds yeah. of things that they were talking about. And I wonder how this kind of stuff is going to change like the way regular, cause it's already changed the way podcasts are done. Like it seems like as though I thought that it would be terrible that, you know, a couple of people aren't in the room and they're not, you know, they're not looking at each other. So they're going to talk over each other and talk over each other's punchlines. They're not going to make people, other people laugh. But I, I listen to episodes of the bonfire and come down and Legion of skanks. And they seem to be fine. Like as though well, they, they did a whole episode well. of, uh, like I, I, I I'm kind of curious to see it. I've kind of got an SNL ban for a little while, but, um, they did an entire episode of SNL like this. Oh, good Lord. I mean, that is also movie. sort of hilarious that, the Legion of Skanks is doing has the same production value as SNL now. Yeah. I mean, that SNL, is a I haven't like watched it yet, but I think they probably had some pre-taped stuff. I don't think it was all like Zoom, but there, I'm sure there was lots of Weekend Update was uh, like Che and Jost in the respective living rooms just telling jokes. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet, but uh, I don't know. As once stand-up comedy starts, there is going to be minimum a year of everybody making the same exhausting like coronavirus and quarantine and isolation jokes i'm not gonna do it i'm not so, gonna... social distancing is gonna Brian be... is going to be the first one he's gonna take his shirt off and he'll be like 
Oh, uh, you can't, can't, you can't get rid of this virus, and he throws shirt on some lady. Social distancing is going to be the new airplane food joke. I'm just going to write the word COVID on my chest and pudding. And he gets the, <laughs> he spells it wrong. He spells it with the K. Then we have to go, Brian. <laughs> Brian, there's no K-A-V-Y-D. K-A-V-Y-D. There's no A in COVID, and there's no two E's either. <laughs> and there's no T H. It's not COVID. COVID. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is we've been recording for two hours now, boys. How yeah, about we, we should call wrap it? it up so as to not be too exhausting for anybody to watch. Yeah. All right, boys. Um, if you want to record again, let me know. Um, I'm free this week. So let's right. just call it. And uh, I'll send over the file, John. And uh, all right. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Good night, my loves. See you. Bye-bye. Bye.